Our business is our business. Gayatri and Aparna looking at women entrepreneurship beyond funding. Sharing expertise, experiences and tools to grow your business. Hi, I'm Gayatri and I'm Aparna. Welcome to Her Business is Our Business. This is a very special episode featuring Padmaja Nair, a career banker. She has been with the State Bank of India for about 36 years, retiring as a general manager corporate communications in CSR. Before that, she worked with a lot of credit for small business and large business. She's had an exciting career in SBI Capitals with uh, the IPO of Airdecken, Aircel and uh, deep grounding in financial institutions. Today we wish to hear from her what do entrepreneurs need to do to get the best out of their banking hi padmaja hi gayatri this is lovely to have be here on the show with you uh, so padmaja one thing you know you have been a career banker for many many years now and you've had a lot of women entrepreneurs come into the bank and uh, for various things right? loans and things like that uh, what do you have as an overall impression of women owned businesses So uh, well yeah as you said uh, yes i have been in the bank for over 36 years i worked in mm-hmm. state bank of india mm-hmm. and uh, yes of course we did meet uh, come across women entrepreneurs the first impression that i would like to say is that you know women typically are more prudent about risk management and mm-hmm. financial management mm-hmm. uh, but the f- facts uh, are that there are really very few women owned entrepreneurs mm-hmm. so if you look at the statistics today out of the 5 crore 85 lakh entrepreneurs in india today mm. only 14% are women uh, entrepreneurs mm. and in fact you will be happy to know that uh, in uh, karnataka has the largest number of women entrepreneurs mm. Mm. Uh, and the other thing uh, noticeable thing about women entrepreneurship is it is always skewed towards smaller enterprises mm. and typically they will take stick to businesses which they are familiar with beauty parlors you know beauty products sari shops textiles kirana shops and uh, so almost 98% of women owned or partially owned businesses fall in this small category so in okay. the bigger businesses you will f- see far fewer women okay given all these challenges and uh, the situation there the environment that is still gendered um, are there any inspiring stories of women entrepreneurs that whom you know personally story i have is of a young girl called shraddha sharma um, mm. I, i i used to know her, uh, her husband used to work for me mm. and uh, so when she started met me she is the person behind this um, enterprise called your story you know it's uh-huh. a girl. Uh-huh. and uh, when i when she came to me when she was starting this in 2012 and she told me about her model i really honestly could not understand it mm. i just did not understand what was her revenue model where she mm. would be getting her money from why anybody would be interested in her in that uh, you know blog which she mm. was taking up and now mm. you look at her she has got uh, you know chapters in germany and israel she has got kalari capital and ratan tata to invest in her company she's got mm. excellent valuations for her for mm. her uh, you know her business i don't think ratan tata would have in- invested in your story in 2012 so mm. i think they have chartered a path for themselves and i think mm. they have been willing to take risks and believe in themselves so uh, coming back to the business of banking yeah. uh, for women especially um 
what should an entrepreneur look for especially a woman entrepreneur look for when shopping for banks and is there such a thing as shopping for banks yeah so uh, yes i i mean i don't know about whether you are shopping for a bank but yeah you should find a bank which suits you right you should see what are the features you're looking for in a bank mm-hmm. do you want a large nationwide bank do you have a pan india uh, business where you need mm-hmm. a large nationwide bank mm-hmm. or oh, mm-hmm. a smaller regional bank too for you you know mm-hmm. uh, and now there are so many options right you have large public sector banks you have small finance banks you have payment banks you have cooperative banks you mm-hmm. have nbfcs i mean look at the you know the mm-hmm. wide number you have so mm-hmm. many fintechs who are giving loans mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, what they call p2p lending so Correct. there is yeah. such a variety to choose from so mm-hmm. what you should ask yourself is do you want branch banking do you want mm-hmm. online banking mm-hmm. what are you mm-hmm. comfortable with mm-hmm. also look at the fees that banks are charging right because ah, that is ah. mm-hmm. if you can do compare the fees do do a comparison Mm-hmm. and uh, i think the important thing is if you really have decided on a bank uh, mm-hmm. not a fintech or an npfc go and visit the branch where you will be mm-hmm. doing the bank it will mm-hmm. give you an idea of the kind of atmosphere that is there the kind of uh, you know how mm-hmm. uh, the attitude of the people there you know do you find it comfortable will you be uh, happy going and transacting business with mm-hmm. in that particular bank and mm-hmm. i think to assess your banking needs you should look at your financial history mm-hmm. you know see so that will also help you decide the kind of bank you want mm-hmm. so you know, if you look at your financial needs in a small in a nutshell what would you need to know do you have what is your monthly requirement of cash mm-hmm. how much are you spending on a monthly mm-hmm. basis mm-hmm. look at your credit card transactions mm-hmm. and does your business need additional capital in the term in by way of a loan does it mm-hmm. need a term loan or a working capital loan what does it mean this will also help you decide which bank you need to go okay um so the uh, one thing that i'm hearing from you padmaja is that you have to do your homework it is yes. not like going to the neighborhood bank mm. and it is okay to have multiple avenues of financing so you mentioned p to p banking yes. large bank and depends a lot on the kind of business and your comfort in terms of how you want the exactly. response to be exactly i i think that's very important so if you're running for instance a small kirana shop you won't need to go to a very large bank right you don't uh-huh. need the pan india presence maybe mm-hmm. a smaller yeah you will be more helpful you know mm-hmm. a regional bank which understands your business a small finance bank which understands your you you know mm-hmm. and is keen to, and can reach out to you much more yeah. you know and yeah. you can often and a, a fintech if you're more tech savvy and you want to do it mm-hmm. online you know so it yeah. depends on what you are looking for what your business is and mm. what you know you're most comfortable with i think that mm. is some mm. people do find it much more sort of uh, you know can me i wouldn't say convenient but some more comfortable to go to a bank and yes uh, i also see the need to do that homework make your take that sheet with you to say okay this is what i want and the kind of fees that i would have i can afford and what kind of use i'm going to put that money for absolutely that right yeah and then yeah absolutely i think that i think i would like to re you know enforce and state that uh, you must know your what you want before you go because that will also convey to the bank give the bank an impression about you mm-hmm. you know if you go vaguely asking vague questions they will wonder they will not feel so comfortable they won't know what you you know they'll think you are not you haven't made up your mind mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so if you are sure of what you want i think that makes it will also give the confidence to the bank So, so, so in a sense, uh, if you go in there well prepared, 
uh, automatically whomever you're meeting in the bank is going to respond accordingly right they will I take so. more seriously absolutely. And, yes. uh, absolutely because you'll be asking the right questions so they won't fob you off yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so so when i go into a bank um uh, as an entrepreneur right uh, yeah. what would a banker be looking for you know in a potential uh, customer or a client and what are some of the targets that they are expected to achieve okay so that is a two part question right so mm-hmm. let me first address the first part mm-hmm. so i'm first of all i think when you say when we go to a bank i presume you're going for a loan right not mm-hmm. general banking not a mm-hmm. deposit banking or anything mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so when you go for a loan a uh, bank will definitely not uh be giving it to you know very very few will give it to a startup etc they will want a three year track record for you right they will want to see mm-hmm. your balance sheet for the last three years they will want to see whether your cash you have cash flows to you know to be able to service that loan uh, they will want to see is it a profit making company or is it a loss making company and importantly what is the nature of your business how much do you know about it and your market so mm. are you are you going to be able to grow the business because you will uh, i i'm sure you will agree with me that if once you enter a business it cannot remain static right it has to grow otherwise there's no point doing a business you might as well just keep the money in a bank account and earn mm. interest on it right so you need to grow your business so they will want to understand from you what is your market do you think you'll be able to grow the business and what are your strategies and plans for doing that mm. a little mm. bit of background okay uh, and and just looking at this from the other perspective as a customer right what is it that i can go in and expect from a bank so uh, in a sense what would be my rights as a customer when i am relating you know uh, to a bank so if you're talking strictly for the from a loan uh, point of view mm-hmm. uh, your rights are that when you when you approach a bank and you apply for a loan they should tell you whether they will be considering it and what is, you know generally what is the reason for declining it okay uh, i mean you can't actually hold a bank to it because sometimes it becomes contentious uh, you know people will get into because finally it is the right of the bank to decide on a loan right so you can ask them and get clarity on what more you could do to get that loan and what is it that you need to satisfy them to get the loan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that yeah. level of visibility great yeah um i think the also some of the things that women have told me is that it's not required by the law but the bank tells them bring the signature of your husband or father yeah in that space how do i exercise my right what is it that i can show the branch whoever is there to say that's not legal mm. so i i mean one would need to know why they're asking for their husband or father's signature on the mm. loan are they asking them as a guarantor or as a co-owner what is it they're looking for right so first mm. clarify why they need that signature mm. now obviously if you're a minor looking for an education loan definitely you will need your father's or yes. some yeah, yeah. Signature. Mm. so it also depends on what loan you're looking for so look at the scheme under which you're applying Hmm. Ask for a hmm. guarantor. Hmm. Otherwise, they don't need a signature, right? Of their husband hmm. or father. Hmm. So, uh, and if you're an, if you're a major, if you're a minor, hmm. yes. But hmm. if you're a major, you don't need anybody's signature. You just have to show the bank that you give them the confidence of why you want to do this business, what you have been doing, and how you intend to grow it. So hmm. that is the confidence you have to give them. So look at the scheme under which you're applying, hmm. and uh, tell them very clearly. See, banks will definitely push for. all kinds of comfort it, i mean you mm. can understand it yes yeah so mm. you they will want to hedge their risks 
Mm. And mm. the bigger the loan, the more you want to hedge your risk, right? Mm. Mm. So, mm. I mean, you know, you have the psychological feeling that if I get some yeah, husband to be involved, there will be a pressure, etc. Mm. So yeah. talk to them and give them, uh, you know, tell them you see for a year, try test it out and see, um, mm. let me see. And then we can see, you know, as I grow my business, we can see what is required. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which also it? means that building a relationship, so regardless of what kind of institution it is, Building a relationship over the years is necessary. So when I started off this point about saying shop for banks, it's not necessary that we do that at any point. But by and large, build a relationship with one or two banks so that their credit history and the way that you have interacted with them adds value to the transaction. I think that is extremely important. I think relationship plays a big part because the bank will have the comfort of knowing you and your history. So you will be also able to you know, ask for more and they will also be willing to accommodate you. Mm. Because, you know, you, they know you better. Mm. So, Padmaja, when we were prepping for uh, this session and having our initial discussions, mm. uh, you had mentioned something about, you know, those uh, five essentials that must be included in an entrepreneur's business profile. Mm. Right? And you had uh, kind of very nicely put it together as the five C's. So, yes. kind of uh, speak to that, please. So the five C's that you should keep in mind when approaching a bank for a mm. loan uh, would be, the first would be capital, right? Mm. So it this shows how serious you are about your business. Mm. Because if you have invested your own money, mm. you would be definitely worried about the way mm. that is being used, how it, mm. you will grow your business. So there is a return for you. You are not, you're not going to just let that business close and lose your money. Mm-hmm. The amount of money that you have put in would mm-hmm. definitely matter. So mm-hmm. if, uh, you know, it is, uh, of course, there is a ballpark number, but these are really for larger businesses. It mm-hmm. would be the debt equity ratio that we call it is one is to three. That means mm-hmm. for every one capital that you put in, three mm-hmm. loan you can get. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say, that, see, for smaller businesses, it may be more. Right, mm. because they want to see how much you're willing to commit to it. Mm-hmm. Right, so that is definitely there. Mm. Uh, the mm. other thing is the condition, what we call the condition of the loan. Why are you mm. taking this loan? What is the mm. purpose? Mm. So that will give the bank an idea of mm. do you know, understand what you need a loan for? Because mm. it, it seems mm. to be very simple to go to a bank and take a loan, right? Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you know, you uh, you also feel that you know, if I got a little more money, maybe I could do this. Mm. But you have to understand at the end of it, uh, you have to use your money properly. So if it is a working capital loan, it should be mm. used for working capital purposes. You mm. can't buy a machinery out of it. Mm. You know, what they say is a, a short-term loan you never use for long-term purposes. Because mm. remember, your cash flows have to pay that loan. Mm-hmm. If you've taken a working capital and bought a machinery a piece of machinery out of it, mm. you will simply not be able to service that loan. Mm. But if you've taken a term loan, remember, you'll be getting that longer period to repay for that loan. Mm-hmm. Right. So you should understand what is the purpose of your loan? Is it for working capital? That is meeting your day-to-day expenses, your working capital cycle, meaning uh, if it is a manufacturing business, uh, from the time you buy the raw material to the time you make the sales, that is your working capital cycle. Right. You know, what are you taking the money for? Is it for salaries? Is it for day-to-day expenses? Because you do have day-to-day expenses, right? Like right. running your office, your electricity bills, right. everything. You know? So that, is that the purpose? Or are you intending to buy something, some um, fixed asset out of it? Sure. You know? 
laptop or uh, you know um, uh, some furniture or whatever it is that you need mm-hmm. to be very clear on what is the purpose of your loan what do you okay. need yeah. yeah and okay. the, uh, then the third and very important for the bank is your capacity to repay it so that they will mm-hmm. be certain to get what is your cash flow what is the term of their loan is it 12 months is it 24 months and how much cash free cash flow do you have to repay it mm. you understand the amount of money left over for you to repay service that loan so then of course they will look at some kind of security collateral because it gives them an additional comfort because once you do give you know it's it's normal that when you give some collateral people would want to work more to get that collateral mm. so that is the thing and the fifth one is your character so why what i mean by character is uh, is that they will look at your credit history mm. what has your credit history been like and now you know there is sibil everything goes on to sibil so it's very easy to understand what is your have you defaulted on any loan it could be a car loan it could be an education loan it could be a housing loan mm. so you will if you don't have a clear credit history obviously the bank will be hesitant to give it right so you need to know how what your credit history has been like and that is what we talked about relationship also right so if you've been banking with the bank they will know what you've been like right in, mm. in what are the kind of savings you have how do you you know what is your um, you know total uh, portfolio in terms of investments etc right that will give them comfort and also are you sure of growing your business see as i said the money is always given to grow your business you cannot remain static so today if your sales are say 5 lakhs they will look at least to a 25% increase next year mm. right your sales projections otherwise there's no point in financing you for it you know yeah, that is the thing so uh, your business must be growing and you must have plans on how to grow your business mm. you must be very clear on how what you think you know is your way forward sure because that gives them the comfort of knowing that you will continue to have the money to service that loan right right Okay, so Padmaja, your five C's were essentially capital uh, to indicate your level of seriousness. Yes. The purpose and details of your loan and ensure yes. you align with that when you're actually using the money. Capacity, yes. Are you yes. able to repay the loan? Yes. Uh, what is the security and guarantee that you have to ensure repayment? And lastly, character, which is really your own credit history and how you've been growing your business. This yes, absolutely. Really excellent. Yes. Very well put. Awesome. So um, I had one question, and that kind of very connected to what we just spoke about. Yes. Are there differences for a service? based business and a product or trade business so if i kirana shop and a hr recruiting company a lot of women do some kind of service oriented business yeah um, is there any way that we approach it differently or the banker sees it differently yes definitely there's a definite mm-hmm. difference because again as i told you bankers tend to be old fashioned and a kirana a brick and mortar shop is definitely uh, more comforting for them because it mm-hmm. is there physically as ah. opposed to a service business mm. uh, so services there are many right so even mm. your restaurants and all could be a service business but mm. uh, yeah a, 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 an hr company would uh, you know a consulting business would be a tough one mm. uh, because uh, or you have to collateralize it totally because mm. it could be here today gone tomorrow Mm-hmm. you understand what i'm saying you know mm-hmm. service business is very difficult so i mean uh, by saying that it's not that um, 
you know, your regular brick and mortar have been very uh, gone bad. But there mm-hmm. is some way of proving that at least there was a business that was running. You checked out, verified. Mm-hmm. There is some amount of, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, primary mm-hmm. security in terms of, you know, the missionary or whatever it is that you have mm-hmm. funded. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, you can somehow re- at least... Uh, have the comfort of knowing that you may be able to, um, uh, you know, repossess and get a little bit of your loan outstanding back from mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. But in a service business, there is nothing, especially mm-hmm. like an HR business. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that yeah. will be, a, you know, you will definitely need to collateralize it. Definitely. Okay. Uh, so that's that's good to know. Okay. So Padmaja, thank you so much for being here. It was a pleasure, uh, you know, listening to you and uh, uh, for me at least, and uh, I'm not one who is uh, completely comfortable with numbers and finance and so on, but the way you explained a lot of these concepts was very clear uh, and gave me a lot of clarity and understanding. And I'm sure uh, our uh, uh, listeners also would have gained a lot from it. So thank you so much for being here. Aparna, thank you so much to you and Gayatri for having me here because I love seeing women do well and women going forward. It gives, it gives. I think, makes us all so proud when you see a woman yes. has achieved and success. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know? yes. So I think, yes. Uh, we would love to see more women. Her business is our business. Gayatri and Aparna bringing you the woman entrepreneur, expertise, toolkits, and stories of success beyond funding. Send in your questions and comments to listener at herbusiness.in. We'd love to hear from you.